So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. I'm not saying it is, but I just don't believe anything in wrestling anymore. (laughs) I just don't believe anything. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. All right, so let's start off with the bro, my God, moment of the week, and that is the Shane McMahon situation. A lot of stuff going on, lots of reports going on with what in the world is uh, Shane McMahon doing. He was sent home reportedly. Uh, he was in charge. Tyson Kidd, TJ Wilson, he usually does a lot to do. He usually does a lot with the production when it comes to producing the uh, matches, specifically the Royal Rumble. And uh, reports, he, he didn't have anything to do with the production. Shane McMahon had a lot to do with the production. And the report says he was sent home because he wanted to put himself over a little bit too much in the Royal Rumble. He was actually uh, reportedly bad-mouthing people. He was really kind of uh, acting like a jerk uh, backstage, and it really caused a lot of frustration to a lot of the wrestlers. And so he had. A, there's also reports of he had many ideas that he wanted to that he proposed to Vince McMahon, and that, those were uh, shot down. Fellas, Shano, Shano Mack. He was even also. There was reports of him uh, actually throwing some some ideas out there, possibly working with Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. There's a lot of things that's been going on, a lot of rumors circulating. Shane McMahon. We'll start with we'll start with Vince this week. Vince, before we go to just your personal experiences with Shane McMahon, because I know that you speak well of Shane McMahon. What do you think about all this going on with Shane? We have a 52-year-old person reportedly booking himself to be a part of a big angle for WrestleMania and putting himself over a little bit too much in the world. Thoughts? Well, bro, I, I could only tell you this. I listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a Shane McMahon guy. Uh, I know I knew Shane for many years. I mean, I was writing when we brought Shane on as, as a character, mm-hmm. bro. I never dealt with an ego from Shane McMahon. It was never about him wanting to put him. It, he was never like that in my experience with him. I, I think, unfortunately, Chris, we're, we're never going to get the truth here. You're never going to hear from a Vince. You're never going to hear from a Shane. The thing that really breaks my heart is if if any of this is true, Bro, for, you know, this to come between a father and son, you know, I, you know, Paige knows I got two boys of my own. It's it's terrible. But I also want to say this, Chris, I'm reading a lot that like Shane was in charge of booking the Rumble. Bro, Shane hadn't been there for about a year. And if you if you're going to bring him back and all of a sudden put him in this Rumble to book the Rumble, lay the Rumble out. A lot of guys, bro, he probably didn't know. He probably never worked with before. 
bro, that's a pretty tough spot to put him in. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, very, for sure. Very Absolutely. tough spot. Yeah, I mean, a yeah, lot of things the- can go wrong, bro. So I, I just hate hearing this, bro, because at the end of the day, you know, Paige, we are talking about a father and a son, bro. Yeah, Paige, it's almost been a dozen years since he's had a really executive role before uh, branching off from the WWE. Since then, he's been an on-screen character the whole time. Now he's going back. To, now he went, uh, reportedly, he went back to more of an authority role as far as booking the Rumble. Paige, what are your thoughts on all this just fracas going on, man? Oh, man, you know, I'm not saying it is, but I just don't believe anything in wrestling anymore. Mm. <laughs> I just don't believe anything. You know, it, it could be a complete work. Um, Shane's a classy, he's a classy dude, man. He is. You know, I mean, every experience I've ever had with Shane McMahon been straight up, man. So... I don't see how Shane goes crazy in between. I saw him at the Hall of Fame and now, you know, I don't, yeah. I, don't yeah. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know. And like Vince said, we're never going to know. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, if I have my own certain opinions, like I did last week, there's my opinion. You know, Scott Hall used to tell me all the time. I was just with him earlier today. And early on, he used to say, Dally. You know, I know you think it because of your passion, you think you're right, but it's just your opinion, you know, and it took me a while to really get that, but it's so true, you know, so in this scenario, my opinion of Shane McMahon is, is, is really is, is up there. So I didn't see it. I can't, you know, I'm not going to let some dirt sheets and people talking smack, like taint that because I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. Um, do I think it could be a work? Pardon me. <laughs> you know, I don't know for what reason it would be, but who knows? Shane comes back to the crowd right before WrestleMania, and he's booked in who knows? I mean, who knows? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Do you think that this could have been, and anybody can chime in here, either one, either one of you, if, if it is true that, Shane pitched a lot of things to Vince, and Vince turned them all down. Do you think that he was upset leading into the Rumble discussion, and that kind of caused some from some friction within him and other people in the back? Do you think that that's a possibility? You know, Shane McMahon is a McMahon. I only see a very choice few people creating any friction with I mean, and I'm talking about the elite. Just happy to be there still. Yeah. You know, so I can't really see them him creating that much friction, you know, and people don't really know him. I read some of that stuff. I'm like, he's Shane McMahon, you know. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go growing down memory lane. So Booker T, five-time, five-time. He wants to get back in the ring and face Roman Reigns. And there's been many, many times over many, many years and many, many interviews that he said that, look, I'm done with wrestling. I'm through with wrestling. I'll maybe put my tights on a time or two with uh, my with my company, Reality of Wrestling, you know, in Texas. But other than that, when it comes to a big stage, I'm done. There's something about Roman Reigns 
that is causing that itch to come back with Booker T. Paige, we'll start with you. You've worked with Booker T quite a bit in the ring. What do you think about Booker T's desire, you know, to get back in the ring and also share with me, uh, you know, in your master storyteller way, uh, share with me a Booker T story or two. You know, for starters, Book, if there's anybody, like Booker, like, isn't like the other guys who are in their late 40s, early 50s, who you see try to walk around in front of everybody in the back or all slumped over. That cat, he's a stud. He's always been a stud. Um, you know, we do a lot of signings together. Uh, he looks like he could go tomorrow. Um, yeah. You want to waste those matches on a bunch of little matches? Or do you want to have one big match? Like, Roman is producing and has been for years at a main event level with everyone. And, yeah. you know... I think that uh, it could be, you know, something that people would definitely want to see. And I, and I know Book's got enough in the tank to deliver. You know, one more really big one, maybe a couple. I don't know. But, again, it does wear your body out. So, you know, Book is, Book is such a natural. There's times when we were working in the ring, and there were things we had worked together so much at one point in WCW that I can remember – you know, getting shot off, doing a reverse and flipping around. And I don't even know what the hell we did, but we landed perfect. I go, I don't even know what that was, but that was pretty. <laughs> you know? And you know, one of my favorite moments with Booker and Stevie was me and the big show against, you know, the Harlem Heat. And there was a deal where you know, I made a tag and choke, you know, the, gi the giant then, you know, later Big Show, later Paul White, them two guys. And Book was about 260-ish, and Stevie was over 300. And they are just beating down, you know, Big Show. And I'm with Kimberly. I'm on the side, right? Like, I'm just made my tags and laid over. And Show does this, and them guys went flying. Now, I'm sure they added a little bit, but Stevie wasn't adding that much, but they both went flying. I looked at Kimberly, I go, did you see that? <laughs> oh, my God. Book's just a natural, man. He's a natural, and I'll guarantee you, if Stinger can still get in the ring and go, Booker T can go out there and steal it, too. Yeah, yeah. Do you see, uh, I mean, as a match with Roman Reigns feasible nowadays, do you see, how, how do you see that coming about, you know, as far as uh, a Booker T versus Roman Reigns match? You know, I, I don't see it at a WrestleMania, you know. You know, I see it as something before that, and I don't know, I don't know how they'd pull it off, you know, but if, if Vince sees something there, then it can turn into something. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, I think there's an easier way to, to, I think there's an easy way ish to pull it off. He's usually on the pre-shows doing the, you know, the part of the commentary team on the pre-show. Either Reigns can, you know, have an interview, or you know, they they usually bring in pockets of wrestlers throughout that pre-show. Roman Reigns can be one of those wrestlers. He, Booker T says something that offends Reigns that can start something, you know, in that way. Yeah, that's easy, but it's not a WrestleMania match. No. But it's it, it, it would be a hell of a match on any other card. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Vince, you were instrumental in making Booker T as far as the booking wise. He 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 did it. I mean, he he he's a heck of a wrestler. He's True. actually uh, he's actually in my top one of my top five all time favorite wrestlers. Booker T is. So you, but Vince, you were instrumental in seeing the talent that Booker T had, both as a tag uh, a wrestler and eventually spawning off and uh, into becoming a single star. You saw that, and you saw that enough to make him a main event star. You know, to to book him and to be a main event star. What exactly, Vince, did you see in book? Uh, uh, over all the talent, throughout all the talent that's on the roster at that time, what what is it about Booker T that you said, money? This is this is the guy for the future. Uh, man, I got to tell you, Chris, I think it was attitude. I, I think what 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 a great attitude this guy had, man, and he just <laughs> he always wanted to be his best. That's why, bro, Booker is not going to make a statement like this with any chance of embarrassing himself. If, if he's making this statement, he believes he could still go. And if Booker believes he could still go, I believe he still go. Bro, you know, I do a show every week with Stevie Ray. Mm -hmm. And, bro, these guys, it's like what Paige said. Bro, the, the condition they're in at their age is, like, ridiculous. I mean, I mean, we, we look at Paige, but, you know, we know we got DDP yoga, bro. We know, you know, I mean, that's, that's why Paige looks the way he does. But, bro, these guys look like they left the business yesterday. So if, if Booker is saying that, that's telling me he feels good. His body feels good. Bro, he would never go out there if he didn't felt he could deliver. So for him to say that, I'd like to see it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's land the plane, fellas. Let's uh, let's talk about the low, bro. Uh, you know, fun, fun segment there, but this is a very controversial uh, segment. Uh, the Brian Kendrick, uh, former interim momentary WWE champion Brian Kendrick uh, during the scrambler that, that one year that they had he was champion for like a hot uh, a hiccup but listen he he had a really prominent spot in the Cruiserweight Classic WWE brought him in uh, he was instrumental in 205 Live he asked for his release and you know there wasn't any no compete that uh, WWE uh, forced him to have he Went from asking his release and being granted to somehow Khan getting his hands on him, and voila, we get uh, we get an announcement that it's going to be Brian Kendrick versus John Moxley on Dynamite. Right before Dynamite, not too far before, and Tony Khan posts a tweet saying, "Hey, I got word, you know, I got wind of the controversial comments uh, that Kendrick once said, and I'm going to pull him. Uh, he's not going to be uh, involved with with AEW." And Wheeler Yuta was the replacement for uh, for that big moment for Kendrick to come in AEW. We'll start with Paige. Paige, what what do you think? Was this a was this a good move from Khan from pulling him for pulling him? In this day, this day of Me Too and everything else, like you say, some smack on the internet, it's there for life. Oh yeah. Like, you can delete it. Even if you delete it, yep. It's still there. <laughs> People will screen grab it. Absolutely. Yeah. 
one of the reasons why, if I have say, if I have something negative or in your face to say, I'm going to say it to your face. I'm not going to say it out of place and talk smack about somebody. I'm going to say it to your face. I just don't, it doesn't, it doesn't behoove you in any way to talk negatively about anybody. It doesn't, there's nothing positive about it. I've never agreed with it. Other guys will do that. I'm not, you know, when you see open feuds, I avoid them. It's like, it's not worth it to me. Like there's certain things I believe in. I don't talk about because I know it's going to get everybody doing this. And when, you know, I, I haven't seen what was said, but I saw what Tony said and that there was anti-Semitic things like that. Like there's, you know, he might've been just being a heel, talk, but if it was in the seventies, you're going to get away with that stuff. In the eighties, maybe in the nineties, but today, mm -mm. if it happened in a couple of years, it's following you. So anybody who's watching out there, like, just know, say what you want, but that smack's going to follow you everywhere. Yeah, and this was from a while ago. I mean, he was making uh, uh, statements about the Holocaust and, and gas chambers and things like that. And it, it was just, it was extremely controversial. So, uh, not, uh, none, of, none of that's good. Why don't you yeah. get slavery and all that, too? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it all, you know? Because yeah. it just it just doesn't, you know, from the gay bashing, I mean, it's just not worth it. Everything follows you. And if you have those feelings, if you want to be an entertainer, you need to keep your mouth shut and learn to yeah. live with people. I mean, I, I, I since I was a kid, man, I I don't give a I don't give a damn what color you are, what you are. This is just me. And that's, I get along with everybody. You know, if someone's nice to me, I'm going to talk so nice back to them. Someone talks smack in my face, well, then they're going to meet Diamond Dallas Page. But I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the good guy. And that's how anybody who is thinking there's a way to heal on somebody and not do that. And today and age, not, not a good move, man. Yeah. Vince, what, what do you think, man, from, from all this? I, uh, I I think a lot about this, Chris, because again, this is another guy that I worked with at TNA, and I loved him. I I loved him, bro. Brian Kendrick is one of the nicest guys I ever worked with, bro. We're talking about conspiracy talk from eleven years ago. That's it what we, that's what we're talking about, bro. All this stuff was conspiracy theory, Sandy Hook type of stuff. Listen, bro, there is not one single person, bro, walking this planet who hasn't said something in their life that they regret. Not one, bro. We have all said things throughout our lives that we regret. We can't take back. All we could do is apologize and move on. I am a big advocate, bro, of forgiveness. Why? Because I know we all F up 
every one of us Fs up. And I mean, I don't want to go religious on you, Chris, but when you talk about you can go religious on a religious man for sure. That's what Jesus died on the cross for, for goodness sake, for our forgiveness. But here's another pet peeve I have too, Chris, that's really bothering me. When when somebody, you know, offends somebody or or p or a group of people or whatever, bro, you can't have rules for one person and different rules for the next. You you can't suspend one guy and fire another guy. Like, bro, you and and listen, Tony Khan's done that. Sammy Guevara got himself in some trouble. Sammy wasn't fired. Sammy was suspended. Sammy had to go for some type of training. But Brian gets fired over comments from 11. That I don't agree with, bro. We can't, it can't depend on the talent. If we're going to have a stance, then we have to have a stance. But like I said, Chris, I am a big advocate in forgiveness. I think, I think our country has forgotten how to forgive. Let, let me interject on that. First of all, I didn't know it was 11 years ago, but it's the, that's the perfect thing of what I was saying. It doesn't go away. You right. Know, it right. Absolutely go away. not. Right. I, I, I don't know him, but, you know, when it comes down to, you know, I agree with what Vince just said there. The thing with Sammy, because ah, right, I thought about that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe he's not fired. Maybe, because who knows? You know, maybe it takes a little while to let that settle. Maybe that just came to him. Uh, who knows? You know, as far as Tony's a pretty smart guy, you know, and, you know, I, I don't know where it will go, but I agree with Vince that people should be forgiven. But in this world, they're not. And you, you know, world, yeah, see, see, Chris, here's what's unfortunate, too, bro. Like, here's where we really got to be careful because nobody's looking at this side of it. So he's ready to debut on AEW, okay? Bro, somebody, and I believe it came from Dirt Sheets, somebody leaked out that information and those texts from 11 years ago. So somebody wanted to screw with Brian Kendrick. And bro, you, you got to understand, it could be that simple. If, if one person, oh my God, Brian Kendrick is going to appear on AEW. Wait a minute, bro. Didn't he make some comments 11 years ago? Let me blast that out. I mean, come on, bro. We, we can sit here all day and find dirt on everybody, bro. There's no question about that. So, I mean, those are the things you got to look at too, bro. Who was the source? Why did they put it out there? Did Brian apologize? I mean, there, there's a lot you got to look into, Chris, be, to, to me, before you just end the guy's livelihood. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, with that with that being said, I'm going to uh, turn the floor off. Uh, I'm going to turn the floor up to you as a viewer. We're closing up, but I want to continue this conversation on YouTube.